Hey everyone, um, been a while since I checked in and given an update. Um, a lot has happened in the past uh, couple weeks since I've really discussed my ongoing um, court battles and everything else that's going on. Um, <clears throat> I'll try to make this one fairly quick, um, just because I am about to go pick up my kids. I've kind of been going nonstop lately. Um, geez, where to start? Um, closing of the house is fast approaching. Um, as I'm sure anyone that's been listening to this story has expected, there's more delays. Um, there's more battles over insignificant things. Um, and, um, whose stuff is whose, um, when I started this podcast, I, I had first gotten visitation back with my kids, or it was shortly before I started getting visit, visitation back with my kids. Um, and that was after a four-month, three- or four-month delay in her um, moving out of her the marital home, moving into her new home where she was going to start her flower farm and everything else. Um, and I was advised not to move into the home, um, because of, because of like her stuff being in the basement, my stuff, uh, you know, I didn't want to be blamed for her stuff going missing. I didn't want to be blamed for, you know, stealing her things or anything like that. So, I essentially said, no, I'm not moving in. I'm not doing it. Um, you need to get all your stuff out because, you know, I mean, realistically, she could say, oh, my grandmother's wedding ring is missing. My my dresser is gone or whatever she wants to claim. So I wanted to get her stating she's not laying claim to anything more in the basement. Um, but then you know, these tricky wording things that narcissists do that come back to bite you in the ass, which is very vague and loose and everything else. Um, you know, there's still shared property. So there's still the kids things down there, the family quote unquote things in the house. Um, so now I protected myself from being blamed for any of her things, um, which apparently she's now claiming she still has some of her personal belongings down there, um, which she does. But she said she didn't want them anymore. That would be like old, old clothes. You know, in my mind, I thought she just wanted me to get rid of them. So, you know. Um, and then she has some like personal things down there, like, you know, old mementos of, you know, yearbooks and stuff like that that were in a bin that I found. And I moved them to the garage for her. That's where she was going to be able to keep her stuff. So fast forward. I'm moving out of the house. I have to be out by the 30th at noon. Um, well, the house is, is closing on the 30th at noon. So that's only, um, I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but that's about a week away from today. Um, and there is still a boatload of things in the basement. Um, so I was trying to remedy this, trying to figure out how I could do this. So my lawyer... Um, came up with a 
suggestion to her lawyer um, for me to have access to the home to move everything of hers that she is claiming as shared property now because that started to become an issue of like she needs in the home shared property so he said okay i will get all of her stuff out so she doesn't have to come into the home um i will get everything out of the basement and move it to the garage and then we gave dates that she would be available to come pick up without disruption without um any arguments um and if you also remember her mother um who is the real estate agent mind you on the house um her mother showed up at the house about a month ago demanding to get into the house when I was just sitting in my car. Um, she just kind of bamboozled me, basically popped up out of nowhere when I was on a, a call. And I was like, oh my God, she's here right now. What the hell? Um, so then that started a whole argument. She started attacking me and personal attacks and everything else. So I think I discussed that on the podcast before too. And I basically told her to get off my property um, or I'd be calling the authorities. And she was demanding to get into the house to get all the stuff out of the basement for a garage sale. And I said, her lawyer is going to have to speak to my lawyer, all this stuff. Since then, I changed the locks. Um, I believe I'd already changed the locks at that point when I when I argued with her mom. Um, so there's been a lot of things building about the items in the basement. And realistically, I'm just trying to salvage the few things that I have um, that in my mind are essentials. Um, if she chooses not to take anything, I'll utilize them. I'll use a lot of the things that are there, um, but I don't need them. Um, and I'm not going to really fight over it. The only thing I'm fighting over is making this as smooth a transition as possible and protecting my own mental health simultaneously. So with that being said, fast forward to last week, last weekend, um, I have my kids Thursday, Friday, Saturday afternoon. Um, I planned on going into the house after dropping the boys off, coming back, um, collecting all the things Saturday, Sunday, and then placing them in the garage in a timely and orderly manner um, anything that would be in the basement that she would want to lay claim to. Her mom starts texting me, telling me all the things that she wants out of the house. Um, and then she said, I'm going to be coming on Sunday with a flatbed trailer. Um, and I, I'm like, no, I need that day. I've already spoken with my lawyer who's already emailed my ex's lawyer. Um, and so, you know, she she basically is forcing, without my consent, um, trying to sidestep around the legal process that we're trying to establish and force herself into my life and my ex's life and forcing me to be the one to let her in. Um, so I said no. You're not going to do that. And then she's like, well, I have a trailer and I have help for Sunday. So I'm coming Sunday no matter what. Um, and I was like, I'm going to be there Sunday getting everything ready to move to the garage. And she's like, oh, perfect. Then you can 
let me in the house and I can mark everything that I need to mark. I'm like, no, you're not getting in the house. I will not be there Sunday if you're going to be there. If you're going to force yourself, I won't be there. So I'll have to go back to my lawyer and figure this out. So I went back to my lawyer, told him what was going on. Um, and simultaneously, he told me that he had just received an email from her lawyer saying they wanted Saturday and Sunday. As soon as I dropped the kids off, they wanted them. And I said, no, I do not agree to that. So I bent a little bit and said, I will give them Sunday, but I need Saturday to go in there, clean up everything, move everything to the garage. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a rush job, but I've got to, I've got to get everything out. So I got everything out um, that I could Saturday evening because I had a, a child's birthday party to go to. Um, so then I basically worked furiously from, you know, 8 p.m. until, uh, I don't know, 2 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m., um, basically grabbing everything I can, everything I could think that she would possibly want out of the basement, move it to the garage, lock the door and said sayonara. On Saturday before the kid's birthday that I was going to, her mother starts texting me, where are you? Why aren't you letting me in the house? Um, and this was pretty much right after I had left. Um, I called my neighbor. My neighbor was like, um, yeah, no, she was here for about, he went back on the tape because he has a, he has a cameras facing the street, which is across the street from me. So he said, yeah, she was here, um, for about five minutes. She tried the front door. She went to the back door, um, tried the side door. She went around into the backyard, came back to the front door, tried a key on the front door. So she has a key in the backyard. Um, as well. Um, and then she was calling me saying, you changed the locks. Why would you change the locks? Why aren't you letting me in the house? Where are you? How am I supposed to get everything out of the house? And I was like, have you, have you, do you, did you not listen to what I said? I said, you're not getting in Saturday. And I just left it at that. I had too many things to do. I don't care. I was like, I told you I needed Saturday. I told you, um, you can do it Sunday, which is already overstepping my boundaries that I've put in place for myself and I will be moving everything tonight to the garage. So I did. And then Sunday rolls around about 9 AM. I get a text message from her mom stating, um, why, why aren't you letting me in the house? Or she said, not all this stuff is here. That's what she said. Talking about everything that I'd moved to the garage. We're missing a lot of items. Not everything is here. And I just didn't respond. Um, talked to my neighbor. She wasn't even there at 9 AM. She hadn't even been to the house yet. She just wanted to get it documented. Um, and my ex was texting me saying, we're trying to get into the house. We're trying to get access to the house, blah, blah, blah. My ex was never there Saturday. She was never there Sunday, but they were both attacking me. Um, her mother was only there Saturday for about five minutes. I think they both knew damn well that I wasn't going to let them in the house and I wasn't going to show up. So why they are creating chaos, I don't. I, I mean, I know why, because, you know, that's their personalities. Um, her mom's her flying monkey. Her mom is the one that's doing her bidding. Um, she's got her so ass backwards and brainwashed that she's just, you know, everything is, is done out of hate and spite right now. Um, so when I, I did tell her mother, I'm not going to be there for my mental health. Um, she started mocking me, dismissing me, telling me that... Um, I'm overreacting that I'm using buzzwords and how 
hilarious it is that I'm using buzzwords like, you know, my own mental health. And um, I said that I won't be bullied by them. Um, and she was like, just get over yourself. You're so ridiculous. Um, I'm the I'm the mother of your grand. I'm the grandmother of your children. This is how you're going to treat the grandmother of your children after all these years, after everything I've done for you. Get over yourself. You you weren't abused. You were never abused. Um, you know, you're just trying to, like, create... I don't, I don't remember all the words she was saying, but she just went off on this rant, and I just ignored her because that was that was Saturday when, when that happened. So, <laughs> we never agreed to it. Sunday rolls around, and... Um, and on Sunday, I I uh, had everything in the garage. She said nothing was there. Um, called my neighbor. He said, no, she hasn't been here at all. I guess she showed up with a pickup truck, not with a trailer that she claimed that she had a trailer for with help, but she did show up with a pickup truck with someone. They went into the garage. They grabbed an armoire and, like, three Tupperware containers full of something and left. And then Monday morning, my ex messaged me and said, just to confirm, you denied us access to the marital home. You changed the locks without my consent. You were not allowing me access to my belongings that are still in the home. And we will not be taking anything from the garage until you allow us access to the basement. Nothing is to be moved out of the house without my consent. Um, I just want to confirm that that is the situation that happened this weekend. I never responded to her. I just basically was, you know, fuck that. So I just contacted contacted my lawyer, told him what was going on. Um, and they only grabbed that stuff on Sunday and, and just left and never came back. They were only there for like 10 minutes. And I, I had to give up an entire Saturday, an entire Sunday, which, well, Saturday I was I was going to a birthday party anyway. But and then the entire Sunday, I could have been there doing everything that I said I was going to do but I had to do a rush job to get everything out. And I did have some things in the basement that I didn't think they would care about that I would keep. Um, but apparently that's, you know, which is about 20% of the remaining items. So um, fast forward. Um, also that weekend, um, she did finally agree to allow for the changes to the third party agreement. So the changes are agreed upon for the third party agreement um, to where I am now allowed to bring the children to public spaces as long as we're following all CDC guidelines and I am allowed to bring them around third parties as long as I'm you know, following CDC guidelines. Um, so I was able to introduce my partner and her daughter to my children at a park there was a lot of strain and a lot of stress building up to it. I was worried. I didn't know how my kids would respond. My younger son was fairly closed off emotionally to talking about it beforehand. He definitely showed up a little nervous. Um, my older son was just kind of like, I don't care. I'm fine with whatever, which was super surprising because I thought he was the one giving the biggest pushback originally. Um, he met my partner. We went to a park. We fed some ducks. Uh, we bought some stuff to feed the ducks, um, and we they had like a little splash pad there with all these fountains, and they were running around in the fountain and having a blast, and you know, it took about 
four or five minutes before her daughter and my son warmed up to each other. And then they were just inseparable running around, chasing each other, you know, playing on stuff, uh, rough housing, even like pick, trying to pick each other up. And, you know, they're, they're both very physical children. So, um, they were having a good time and it was, it was really nice. And I was watching them on the playground and my partner was sitting over with my, my older son and I look over and they're just talking, just talking, 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 talking. My hand, my son has his hands up in the air, moving around like big gestures. Like they were apparently whatever they were talking about was a really big thing. Come to find out it was, you know, YouTube and whatever he's into at the time, but still he, he opened up. It might've been nervous chatter. Um, knowing him, but either way, he was open to talking to her and, um, you know, stayed there and, and tried to stay engaged. And, and it was really good. It was really good. And then, you know, Saturday shit hits the fan with the house Sunday, more shit hits the fan with the house Monday, Tuesday, I have to go out of town for business. I'm doing phone calls the entire time there. I have things going on until midnight because there's events that we have to go to. And then the, the next morning I have meetings all day and then I have another event Tuesday night and during that whole time I'm jumping out of meetings to talk to my lawyer about what's going on and I had to send him a list of the minimalist things that I needed from the house. Um, now the real estate agent is pressing the closing attorney to get them to do a final walkthrough so they have they want a final walkthrough the new owners do and I guarantee you the quote-unquote real estate agent my ex my ex's mom is pushing that envelope um, because they want in the house to do a final walkthrough. They're entitled to a final walkthrough. Her lawyer is um, creating a um, dialogue that is just not true. Um, yeah, her lawyer is basically saying that I'm doing all these things, not allowing them access to the house and that I'm, you know, claiming mental health and that's not a reason to do this or not a reason to do that. I know the quality of this episode is not going to be as clear as normal ones. I just want to throw that out there. I am driving to pick up my kids now, so I hope the recording turns out okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Anyway, so her, her, her lawyer's like, I've only been doing this for a month. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, and she's like, but there's already been so many de delays to the process by your client who's claiming all of the sudden mental health um, and basically also dismissing me. And so then she said, um, this was a email that came down last yesterday. And she was basically saying, I don't care about the things in the house. Um, but if your client doesn't allow access to my client to do a final walkthrough, we are going to um, basically withdraw from selling the house. Um, I don't remember exactly what the, the wording was, but basically saying like, you know, we just won't sell the house and we'll, we'll pull out on this offer that was given to us. And then that that's it. Basically, yeah, saying the house won't be sold if I don't allow them access and allow the real estate agent access, which is her fucking mother. Um, so, I mean, I basically said, oh, I will 
do what I always do at some point. Like, this is getting ridiculous. There's not enough time to deal with this bullshit. Thursday is the day I have to be out, but Tuesday they want a final walkthrough. So by Tuesday, I have to have the house in spick and span condition somehow. Um, and today's Thursday. So I only have a few days and I have my kids Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, so this visitation with my kids is basically going to be me packing, moving. So I need to get the house looking, you know, good. So I'm going to be moving everything of hers to the garage. And then when I drop my kids off on Saturday, I'm going to have to go get a U-Haul and get the, um, the beds moved, the TV moved, the couch moved, the kitchen table moved, all that kind of stuff, the washer and dryer. So all the essentials, um, pots and pans, dishes, stuff like that, basically just the essentials and, and anything else remaining, um, that I had brought over there since I've been staying there with them, um, and then get it cleaned out by Saturday. So I only have until Saturday to get that entire house completely eliminated of anything. Um, and then they can come in and then I'll change the locks back Saturday evening by Sunday morning. They can go into the house Sunday and survey it. There's not going to be shit in there because I'm going to move literally 95% of everything I'm giving to her if she wants it. I guarantee you they're going to probably either take it all and do a garage sale and try to spin it for money um, or sell it online um, or they'll just take it to be spiteful and they'll just take what they want to take and leave the rest in shambles <clears throat> I'm not sure exactly how it's going to play out but Tuesday um, Tuesday is the showing so as long as so they can go in Sunday Monday to get everything out of the garage and take their trips back and forth, getting everything out of the garage, whatever they want. Then Tuesday, the house will be showed. It will be in pristine condition. And then I will have Tuesday and Wednesday to remove the remaining items, then the mess that they leave in the garage for me to go in and clean up. Because that's what I have always done is I'm cleanup duty. Um, Every time I've ever moved with her, I'm the one cleaning up the house or the apartment or wherever we lived. I'm the one putting the pieces back together. She moved out of this house, took her four months to do so. Apparently never moved out of the house because she still has things she's now trying to claim. Um, and so now I'm just responsible for everything um, after they go through and pick apart everything. And her lawyer also was giving my lawyer hell about how I've delayed the process and that um, I just threw everything in the garage in a chaotic mess. I don't remember what her wording is, but she was basically saying I threw everything in the garage chaotically, which is inaccurate. Um, I didn't really have much of a choice um, because I was being forced. My hand was being rushed. They didn't give me adequate time. Um, they were blindsiding me, attacking me um, pretty aggressively, and now they're threatening to pull out of this house being sold completely and altogether if I don't allow them access to the house. Um, I'm going to call their bluff on this. Her mom has so much money to lose if this house doesn't sell. Um, 
my money is going to be tied up for a little while because a new wrinkle in all of this is now um, I basically, once I gain access to my partner meeting my children, um, at that point, the, the lawyer of hers is saying that now my ex is claiming that her father did not give us um, a down payment for this house when it was originally purchased. Um, with, or he gave a down payment for the house and she's claiming that it was a um, early inheritance gift, um, which it was not. It was a late wedding gift because he didn't get us anything for our wedding. And he said, consider this a wedding gift. Um, you know, there's no signatures of anything. Um, and even if it was an early inheritance gift, um, that, that doesn't really fly with me. I don't think it'll fly with the courts because I mean, I cannot tell her how or how not to spend her inheritance. If she chooses to use her inheritance on a home as a down payment, that's not my fault. I didn't sign anything saying if we divorce, I'll be responsible for paying back her deposit to her with whatever the remainder is of the sale of the house. That was never anything that I promised. Um, so now all the money is going to be tied up in escrow accounts until we figure it all out, until they decide how the money is to be distributed to myself and my ex. Um, and now they're delaying the process to try to weasel out another $20,000 from me. Um, so that's fun. Um, so basically it's going to delay the process even longer, um, for more bullshit. Um, and the money's going to be held there until they determine otherwise. So realistically, um, I'm going to go ahead and say that if that legitimately did happen and they did pull out of the sale of the house or anything like that, I really don't care at this point. I don't even really plan on seeing this money for a while at this point now because now all this other stuff's getting brought to the table. So yeah, you want to pull out. Okay. Then I'll, you know, I'll counter, I'll counter. I'm not, I, I feel really good. I feel really strong right now. I feel like I've taken a really good stance on a lot of things. I've done things the right way. Um, and I think the courts are going to see that they're going to see that I waited until we had agreed that third parties are allowed. She'll, you know, they'll see that, um, I've, I've basically got the house ready to go on the market when it was supposed to be ready to go on the market. I, uh, fixed the backyard to be the way it should have been after, you know, they wanted it done by a certain time to get the house ready for sale. I did that. Um, I've done everything that the courts have asked of me. Um, and I think a really good point to make here is there, you know, she's claiming that I abused her, but somebody that's been abused, that's a victim would never be so aggressively forceful to try to force their abuser back into being around them. Like if you're an abused person, you're going to do everything you can to avoid having to see that person. So you're not going to want to 
force yourself into a, a corner where you're going to have to be around the person that verbally, psychologically, physically abused you for so many years. That's not what a that's not what <laughs> a victim of domestic violence or psychological damage would do. They would want to distance themselves as much as possible. So her words are saying, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, which is what narcissists do. But her actions are speaking, saying, he needs to let me in the house, he needs to let me in the house, forcing interactions. <coughs> so I have to be there to unlock the door to allow them access to the house with someone I do not trust who's already taken the majority of things out of the house without even asking me what I wanted or what was okay for a lot of things. Um, the couch, the the couch that was there before, they, she took a $450 snowblower that I had purchased, like all these things that, um, I mean, she took 90% of, she's gonna end up with like 95% of everything when it's all said and done, if she wants it. Or she'll just leave the remaining shit that she doesn't want, that she considers to be worthless, I'll get all the worthless shit that I'll have to somehow last minute <coughs> dispose of between Tuesday and Wednesday. So it's going to be really interesting over the next few days um, to see how this all plays out. I'm going to have to contact my lawyer now. Um, and, uh, you know, see if, where we're at, but that's kind of where we are right now. But the, the good news is, you know, meetings, introductions have been done. Um, the house is being, you know, as long as they don't pull out, the house will be sold. That is going to be one more thing I can wash my hands of. And then, you know, from there, it's just kind of, I mean, there's going to be a lot less of a, a, a grip on any kind of control over me. They're going to restructure the visitation to where I'll have more time. I'll give it extra days per month and we'll be alternating holidays. I'll be getting two weeks of vacation a year with them, um, you know, to where right now it's still very limited um, with flexibility and, and the scheduling to where it's just, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, um, yeah, I feel like at this point I'm still winning. I'm just trying to, I feel like there's just these last minute roadblocks and delays in the process every time when it comes to something that gets serious. Um, there's a lot of miscommunication because a narcissist keeps everything very vague. They're very clever with their wording. So that way they can say, no, you misheard me or no, that's not what I said. This is what I said. Um, they purposefully leave things vague and they purposefully do not want you to understand exactly what's going on. So then they can turn around and blame shift um, for you not doing something properly when realistically it was just, you know, you are purposefully trying to manipulate the situation by wording things very vaguely. Um, and when you think you block off one thing, they come at you from a different angle because of the vagueness. So I don't know, I guess it's kind of a, you know, celebratory, um, 
overall feeling right now is celebratory. Overall feeling right now is I feel strong. I feel stable. I feel like I'm not, um, you know, getting too high or too low with this process. The things that they're doing to me, I can tell are out of desperation. The things that they're trying to, to say about me or the moves they're trying to make, I have good counters for. Um, you know, I have um, a lot of stressors. And is, is it stressful? Hell yes. Hell yes. It's absolutely ridiculous. Does it piss me off? Yeah. Like, you know, but at the same time, I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm healthy. My kids are good. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully this is, is helpful information to anyone that's going through stuff like this and, and some things to, to kind of... No, never, never overreact. You don't have to feel the need to respond right away when you're feeling attacked by either your narcissist or whoever your narcissist choose to employ, chooses to employ to also start harassing you. And when you feel like you're being backed into a corner by multiple people, you can just zone it out. You can just turn it off. You don't have to respond to either of those motherfuckers. Like you don't have to. You just ignore it. That's what I that's what I did and it, it it saved my sanity. Like I've got other shit to do. I've got other shit that I'm trying to focus on, that I'm trying to work through. And I don't have time to allow myself to get caught up in more petty nonsense. And so yeah, am I throwing up the white flag and saying, fine, take everything, you know, but I'm not bending on the essentials. I'm not going to have it affect my bottom line financially. I'm not going to go buy new beds. I'm not going to go buy a new TV. I am going to be a stickler for the essentials. Everything else, all the other shit is just shit. Like, I don't care about any of it. I don't, I don't care. If it means not having to deal with you, I just need a strong foundation for a home with my children. And the rest of it is replaceable nonsense. As long as it's severing another tie to my narcissist, I will I will give up what I'm willing to give up, no problem. Did I put up a little fight? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then it started to get stupid. And then it's like, yeah, what's, what's, what's more important here? Being spiteful and digging my heels in or just saying, let's get there. Let's get to the end game. Let's get rid of this person. Let's keep severing those ties. And you know, everything else, you know, and salvage your own sanity. You know, that's, that's really what it's about is, is keeping yourself level free of stress, trying to rebalance my cortisol levels. So I don't have these crazy PTSD flashback moments and lash out and reactive abuse and everything else. You know, those are, those are things that I'm really trying to be vigilant about and hyper-focus on and, and breathe through and not, um, just overreact. So Thank you guys. A little bit longer of an update than I wanted it to be. I really apologize for the noise in the background. I've wanted to do this podcast for a, a little while, for a few days. I've been kind of wanting to give updates, but then it just it doesn't matter. It seems like daily there's more and more things happening. Um, but I haven't really found the time to do so. So I am, you know, kind of doing it from my car, which I know is unprofessional, but I don't think this podcast is necessarily me trying to 
become a professional podcaster. It's me trying to get, you know, the stories out there. Um, if you can relate, if you have similarities, um, maybe some things that I'm doing right that maybe you'll be able to take away. <laughs> if there's things that I'm doing wrong, feel free to email me. I'm all ears. I'm always down to, to try some new techniques um, and, and, you know, better myself um, for my kids, for my partner, for myself, my, my job, and distance myself. So I appreciate all of you for listening. Have a great day. I look forward to doing another podcast, hopefully not so long in between. I know I say that often. Um, all right, yeah, goodbye.